Greetings Earthlings, I don't want to make this video, but I'm back with a review of another affordable condenser microphone from Behringer. That microphone being the Rode TM1, nope, the Behringer NT1. That wasn't right either. This is the Behringer TM1. If you are interested in this microphone kit, it will cost you around $120. Like always, I'll throw links in the description down below. And for this review, I have the microphone connected directly to the Focusrite 18i 22nd Gen. My gain is set at around 1 o'clock. I'm recording 24-bit 48 kilohertz. I will not do any kind of post-processing, but I may have to boost it a little bit in post, so check the doobly-doo to see what I diddly did. And now let's talk about what comes in the box. You're going to get the microphone, you'll get a dust cover for the microphone, you will get this shock mount which does come with a 5 8 to 3 8 inch microphone stand adapter, you will get this pop filter that screws onto the shock mount, a 20 foot or 6 meter XLR to XLR cable, and a little bit of documentation. Then as far as the build quality, it feels perfectly sufficient and I have zero complaints about it. It does have an all metal body. The metal mesh grill is very firm and doesn't have any give to it. As we move around the microphone, there are no switches or buttons or dials. Very straightforward mic. On the bottom, you will find the XLR port. And if it matters to you, this microphone is made in China. And just a quick add-on here, here's a quick side-by-side -side comparison of the NT1A to the TM1. You can see that they are very similar in terms of the body shape. The grill is slightly different though, but very, very similar looking. Then as far as the specs, this microphone has a cardioid polar pattern, a frequency response of 20 hertz to 20 kilohertz, a sensitivity of around negative 34 dB, a self noise of only 4.5 dBA, a max SPL of 138 dB, an impedance of 100 ohms, and a phantom power requirement of 48 volts. Now I'm spinning around the TM1 to 90 degrees so you can hear the off-axis rejection and coloration. We'll continue around the microphone to 180 degrees. This is the rear of the mic. Continuing around the microphone to the second 90-degree 90, 90 angle, and then we will rotate and end at the front of the microphone. Words are hard today, just like they are every single day. Now let's go ahead and test the plosive rejection on this thing. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Now I am right on top of the microphone to demonstrate the proximity effect on this thing. About three inches away with the mic pointed at the corner of my mouth and here's how it's sounding. About one foot away from the microphone. Now we're about two feet away from the microphone and about four feet away from the Rode TM1. Behringer TM1, shoot, I'm gonna get it eventually. Now I am typing on a keyboard with Gatoron blue switches to see how much of my voice versus how much of the keyboard it picks up. And now for the gaming folk, I am typing on the sad W keys and the space bar. Now here is how the microphone sounds in a well-treated room. And here is how the microphone sounds in a completely untreated room. And now to see how effective the shock mount is, we're going to go ahead and tap on the desk to see how much of that it can reject. 
and then I will tap on the boom arm. And just because I'm an annoying person, I will go ahead and tap on the body of the microphone to see if there are any kind of resonant frequencies. That's pretty good. Now, like we always do, we're going to do a quick spoken word comparison between the mic we're reviewing, which is the Behringer TM1 and a bunch of other microphones that are on the market so we can see how it stands up against the competition. We'll start on the TM1. I am six inches away. Gain is at one o'clock and here's how it sounds. First up, we're on the Niwer NW700. This costs about $20. I'm six inches off. My gain is at 12 o'clock and here's how it sounds. Let's jump back to the Behringer and do more of these. Back again on the TM1 so you can hear this before we jump to another microphone. Now we are on the Audio-Technica AT2020. This costs $100 and I am six inches off. My gain is at one o'clock and here's how it sounds. Let's jump back to the TM1 because we have a couple more to do. For a third time, this is the Behringer TM1. Nothing has changed, six inches, gain at one o'clock. Let's go to another mic. Now we are on the AKG P120. This is $105. Again, six inches off, gain at one o'clock. And here's how this compares to the Behringer. Let's go ahead and do more tests. Would you be surprised if I told you that we're on the TM1 again? You shouldn't be, and nothing has changed. Let's go to another microphone. Now we are on the Lewitt LCT240 Pro. This costs $150. It is also a cardioid only XLR microphone, 48 volts on, six inches, gain at one o'clock. And there you go. This is Lewitt's offering around this price point. What do you think? Let's go to the Behringer and do more because we got more. How do you think the TM1 is holding up so far? But we're back on it and let's go to another mic. And now we are on the Rode NT1A, the mic that the TM1 looks eerily similar to, I'll put it that way. This costs $230 for the recording kit, six inches away, gain at one o'clock, and there you go, the Rode NT1A versus the Behringer TM1. Let's do more comparisons. I don't know how many we have done so far, but this is the Behringer or Behringer TM1. Get a good feel for it and let's go to another microphone. Now we are on the Rode NT1. This costs $270 and yes, this is different from the NT1A. I am six inches off, my gain is at one o'clock and here's how this sounds. Let's jump to the TM1. We have two more to do, I think. We're on the TM1 so you can hear it before we jump to the seventh mic we're comparing it against. Now we are on the Loughton Audio Atlantis. This is the FC387. This costs around $1,600, but I am on the cardioid mode, neutral mode, six inches off, gain at one o'clock, and here's how this compares to the Behringer TM1. First appearance of this mic on the channel, I believe. Next microphone, last microphone, now. I think this is going to be the final one. This is the TM1, nothing has changed. Six inches, gain at one o'clock. Let's jump to the last microphone. And lastly, we are on the Neumann U87AI. This is a $3,600 microphone. I am on the cardioid mode. I do not have a high pass filter engaged. Six inches off, gain at 11 o'clock because this boy hot. 
This is a hot microphone. And there you go. $3,600 versus $120. Which of these microphones did you like the best? Now let's go ahead and jump to the music test. Now I want to be clear. I said that it seems like a clone. I did not say that it is a clone because I have no way of knowing. I cannot make a claim that it is a clone. There you go. That's my legalese disclaimer to ensure that I'm in the clear. Let's go to the conclusion now. Okay, as much as I hate what Behringer does a lot of the time, I don't think that I can hate this microphone. But first up in terms of pros, for $120, you're getting a 4.5 dBA self-noise, and that's pretty great. Also, the shock mount does a pretty respectable job at rejecting shocks, and unlike a lot of the more affordable microphones out there, the materials used in this are not very resonant. But then in terms of cons, I have to say that I still absolutely hate Behringer's game here. We all know what they're trying to do by calling it the TM1. That sounds very similar to the NT1. And when you look at it, it looks very similar to the NT1A. We all know the game they're playing, and I absolutely hate that. And then as far as my overall thoughts and opinions of this microphone, on the electric guitar, I'm surprised to say that I liked it. I did find the lows and low mids to be a little bit boxy, but nothing out of control. The mids were unoffensive. And then the top end does have a bit of bite, but if you place the mic correctly and you're a little bit careful, you can get some really nice tones out of it. And even if you get really high on the guitar, it doesn't come across as overly piercing or sharp or stabby. Then on the acoustic guitar, I think that it's perfectly passable. I do hear a slight V-shape to it. The low mids are pretty punchy. The top end is very crisp, and you get that liveliness that I love on condenser mics. And then the mids, they aren't very dominant. They kind of take a back seat to the lows, low mids, and the highs. So if that's what you're looking for, I think it does that. Next up for singing, the only thing that I could really focus on was the top end because it's so dominant, and it's not dominant in a good way. The top end comes across as overboosted, artificial, and unsmooth. So it's really not a sound that I prefer at all, but I do think it can work. It's just not great. And lastly, for spoken word, I would classify this as a somewhat modern-sounding microphone. The lows do have a bit of an exaggeration to them, and that gives the mic a bit of weight. While simultaneously, you're getting this boosted top end, this dominant top end. So you're getting a boosted low end and a dominant top end, 
And then the mids kind of just take a back seat, especially when we compare it to the other mics in the lineup. That's where it becomes very apparent. The mids on this seem to be a little bit pulled out. And I know that's what a lot of folks go for on streams or podcasts for their spoken word. And to wrap up, would I recommend the Behringer TM1? Kind of and no. Let's start with the no. If you're looking at the Behringer TM1 and thinking, oh great, I'm going to buy that and get the quality and sound of the Rode NT1A for 120 bucks as opposed to 230 bucks, stop it. No, it's not going to happen. It doesn't sound anything like the NT1A to my ears. So if you want that NT1A sound, save up and get the NT1A because the Behringer TM1 is not going to give it to you. X gonna give it to you. But the reason that I'm saying that I would kind of recommend it is even though I hate the game that Behringer is playing, what they're trying to pull here, I don't necessarily hate the microphone. As I mentioned, getting a four and a half DBA self noise for 120 bucks, that's pretty great. And if you do want that more modern sound, that really boosted top end and that weighty bottom with a little bit of a recession in the mids, it does offer that albeit the top end does come across artificial. So if you want a beautiful, smooth top end, maybe look somewhere else because this microphone does not offer that. It is not going to be the selection for you. But if this fits your tonal preferences and 120 bucks is your budget limit, I think it's workable. I think it's tolerable and I think it's decent, which is what you should expect out of Behringer at this price. And that's going to wrap up for today, but I would love to hear from you in the comments down below which of the microphones in this video was your favorite. If you did find this video fun, interesting, or helpful, go ahead and give me a thumbs up. If you hated it, thumbs down. If you want more videos, subscribe, click that bell icon, do all that nonsense. Hang out in the Discord server if you want. That's podcastage.com discord. And if you want to support the channel and become one of these amazing people over here you can do so by clicking that join button and joining at the five dollar tier or higher or going to patreon.com slash podcastage and joining at the five dollar tier or higher it really does help me continue to bring you these videos especially on days like today where i just do not want to make a video i did not want to do this but hey i did it all right thank you all so much for watching thank you so much for listening i will talk to you next week bye bye